Welcome to Shaylee and Katie, the podcast. We're two work from home entrepreneurs who are laughing our way through life, parenthood, and owning creative businesses. I'm Katie Day, a photographer, comedy writer, performer, and mom of three with one on the way. And I'm Shaylee Murphy, a video producer, interior designer, and mom of one. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Shaylee and Katie, the podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about one of our favorite things, which is food and meals and the things that we eat and we prepare for our family. Yeah. We're really excited about it. But Mm. before we get into that, Katie, Katie's coming coming at you with our sponsor. Oh, yes. Today... We're so excited and humbled because as um, <laughs> as paleo lovers ourselves, we were surprised the sponsor even reached out to, out to us. But right. this episode right. is brought to you by carbs, carbs. as in oh. carbohydrates. Carbohydrates. Yeah. Mm. Oh, okay. Man. Okay. So we need to come up with some taglines for carbohydrates. Yeah, carbs had a little more time on their hands since paleo came around. Right. I know. They're kind of desperate. So uh, let's see here. Um, Carbs. Everything that is good in the world. Everything that is good in the world. Isn't that true? (laughs) I miss Mm. you, carbs. I miss you so much. I miss you. I still eat them. And I still miss them like the two hours I go in between eating them. Um. Carbs. You make everything better. You do. Except for you don't make my Except for my body. You don't make my (laughs) jeans fit any better. Except for my body. Oh, I feel like carbs are Mm. like a carbs are like a um unhealthy relationship where you realize like you're like, but I'm so happy and then everyone's like, Hey, (laughs) hey, it's time. It's time hey, to call it. Hey, they're not good for you. They're not good that for you. That person's not good for you. I know. They're it bringing feels out good. the worst in you. Literally bringing out the worst in <laughs> Outward. you. Uh, like it feels growing. <laughs> it feels good in the moment, but you know, <laughs> maybe it's not. carbs. It feels good in the moment. It feels good in the moment. <laughs> That's a good ending. <laughs> Thanks, carbs. Thanks, carbs. I do have a little anecdote for you. Uh-huh. Uh huh. One of the very first times I did a low carb diet, I was probably I don't even know like 16 this is this is sad but true this is how long I've been battling the carbs and uh <laughs> this cool fancy little Italian restaurant opened up in Raytown I was like I know I'm on a low carb diet and Italian restaurant's probably not where I want to be right now but it's the hip new place it just opened I gotta go so I went with friends <laughs> and I asked the cashier I was like is there any way I could just get like a plate of meatballs like no no pasta but just some <laughs> meatballs and then like a side salad and she kind of looked at me kind of strange, and I was like, I'm on a low-carb diet. I'm sorry. I know I'm being annoying. And she's like, no, it's fine. I'll figure out how to ring it up. It's totally cool. And then I said, okay, and I'll take a Diet Coke. And she goes, <laughs> what? Are you serious? And I was like, yeah, yeah, no, I'm serious. And she goes, you just said you're on a low-carb diet. I was like, oh, no, no, a Diet Coke, a Diet Coke. It doesn't have any carbs. She goes, carbs? As in carbonation? Yeah, it has a lot of carbonation. <gasps> I was like, you're like, yes, and you know what doesn't have carbonation in it? Pasta noodles. <laughs> so, so oh, poor, poor thing. Yeah. Anyway, I've and then, been there before. And then I'm I didn't sure. know like how to correct her, so I think I just ended up getting water. <laughs> you're oh no. You were like, yeah, I'm only gonna drink half the diet coke. <laughs> anyway, um, good okay. thing. So, so it could be carbs brought to you by soda. <laughs> Perfect. If carbs was the name of the podcast. Okay. Yep. But 
brought to you by carbon dioxide. Um, so, no, it's so getting worse. Shaley, I'm curious, um, just to give our listeners a little general overview before we kind of dive into the details. Um, we have both found, if I'm if I'm right, that our bodies tend to respond well to a primarily, like if we if we're doing good, if we're on the ball, it tends to be more paleo, low carb, high protein, lots of veggies, whole foods type of situation. Is that right? Right. 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 Yes. I uh, think I think that's true. I think it would have to be true for everyone. Uh, like, I, don't... I don't eat paleo all the time or even half of the time. Yeah. But I definitely feel better when I do. Well, I do too. But I will say my disclaimer is I have tried all of them. And I know... I know people who've responded really well to like being a vegan or I tried that's that. true. I tried that as well, by the way. And uh, your body was like, give me a plate of meatballs. <laughs> right. And then I've had people who are like, I can eat whatever I want in moderation. And I, I feel great. I do Weight Watchers or whatever. And I'd count the points and that works for them too. So we're not saying yeah. it's the um, end all be all, but I, I will say. We're saying it. This is the only way. And we have a book coming out called The Only Way. <laughs> the Only Way. Yeah. 1999. I'm just kidding. There's all the ways, all the ways, all the ways. But it is probably going to be the way we focus on for this episode. So if you're not into that, come back next week. And if you are into that, keep listening because we'll tell you kind of how we're we're figuring it out with our family and our schedules and whatnot. And yeah, so I'm excited. And don't let that don't let that scare you away because I go through a little grocery list and it's definitely uh, carb carbs in there. There's carbs in there. <laughs> so stay tuned for that if you love carbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, so I think I'll just start it off with um, kind of the very general rule of thumb mm-hmm. for how I plan dinners. So um, Good. here's my little se- <sighs> secret so tip. Okay. Um, I am not like a chefy person. I think I maybe will mm-hmm. be in the future. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be born um, into a chefy person with kid number four. No, more like all of a sudden I feel like doing like hard recipes with all this time. No, I'm more like I could see that being like a well. Now that my kids have like lives, I'm gonna get into. Oh this. yeah, but until then, that. it's not. I don't find it terribly like I'm not like oh yes, I want to dive into a brand new recipe and try to figure this out and figure out what these ingredients are. I'm more like, does this have five ingredients that I recognize? And have in my pantry. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah. And then that's that's about it. So uh, anyway, I like to do, here's my life hack. I like to have like a, a rough seven day menu plan. And mm. I know exactly what's on it for each day of the week. It repeats. And it every just, week. just <gasps> plain repeats. And it's not, if, if you're like, that sounds boring. My argument would be uh, like, Everyone has heard someone say, like, we had Chinese food yesterday. I don't want it again. Like, that's a thing. That's a thing people say. Like, I don't want pizza again. Mm-hmm. We've had it twice this weekend. But very rarely does someone say, like, I had grilled chicken seven days ago. I'm so tired right. of it. Like, it's not, that's not really a thing. So I feel like sometimes that's they're so like, good. I need a brand new meal plan every single week. Otherwise, like, I'm a failure and it's going to get boring. And I'm like, ah, just try it. Just try repeating I feel it. like you just blew my mind because I feel like I have to have 30 really <laughs> good quality recipes right. like, ready to go in my brain Rolodex at all times. And then I get really stressed out and then I end up 
just not, or I just have like frozen meat and like vegetables that somehow I'm like, just meat and vegetables again. Right. And Jonathan's like, can we go out anywhere? Just anywhere <laughs> out. Um, because I think I'm so intimidated by when people say meal plan or meal prep. Like right. sometimes I'm in the mood for it, but other times I just fly by the seat of my pants and then we end up eating out more, which isn't healthy or budget conscious. Right. Um, Right, but that's exactly. manageable. Seven is manageable. And Seven, rotating them every single week, I'm like, that's manageable. And even, like, it's really more five. It's mainly, like, like the work week, I guess. And right. then, like, the weekends are sort of reserved for, like, salads, soups, and sandwiches and the occasional pizza. You know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of like yeah. the the leftovers become, like, a whatever. But anyway, um, you've heard me say this in every single episode. But okay. the way that I maintain stress or, like, relieve stress or eliminate stress is by trying to make as many decisions in advance as possible. So if the decisions for the entire week have already been made for what's for dinner, it beats that 4 p.m. like, oh, what am I going to... Oh, my gosh. I don't even have anything thawed. Like, what am I going to... I don't know. And I'm stressed, and it's like I'm... It's too late, and I'm just going to eat bad or whatever, order pizza or something. It's 3 o'clock right now, and I'm, like, borderline having that, like, moment that I'm going into. And I'm like, I I have still chicken salad. And he's like, we ate that for lunch today. And I'm like, yeah, but it's what I have. It's what I have. (laughs) Right. Exactly. So, um, So if you want, because I love detail, I'm going to just go ahead and, like, Why don't you explain all of your meals? Please do. Because guess what? Then you've made the decision of the making a meal plan every week. And you are telling us the meals, and then we can improvise. Right. Yeah, there you go. Um, Enlighten. Okay. So Mondays, uh, it's very, very typically chicken breast, and then some sort of vegetable and baked potatoes. So I'm mm. not gonna, I'm not gonna get into the details of how I make these things, but this one in particular, I am because okay. if that sounds boring, I'm here to tell you that it is not because it's delicious. <laughs> so I found on Pinterest something called the perfect chicken breast every single time. The perfect and chicken breast. It's called the perfect chicken breast so. every single time. Okay. <laughs> I think so um, if it's not, it's something similar to that. <laughs> hashtag. Like, That's the hashtag or something. I'll link it. And it's it has it has to do with cooking it in the oven with olive olive oil and whatever seasonings you like. I usually just stick to like salt and pepper and uh, okay. and making a foil tent. And what happens is it's like chemistry, y'all. What happens is the chicken breast while it's in the foil tent. It reabsorbs all of the juice that it had lost during the cooking process. And it becomes so moist that you're like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. And so I'll even sometimes cook like a couple extras and have them like for lunches the next couple days or whatever. And um, the vegetables, here's my life hack on that. I will go fresh when it's like in season, but when it's not in mm-hmm. season, I promise this is not an advertisement for Sam's Club, but <laughs> Sam's Club has these amazing, huge, steamable, frozen packs of uh, veggies, and they end up breaking down to being about a like a dollar, maybe like a dollar twenty-five a pack, which is cheaper than anywhere what? else. And they're big, like they're huge. They've got a ton of vegetables in them. You steam them, like you microwave them for like six minutes. You can just kind of time it toward the end of your meal prep, and they have like all varieties. They have broccoli, which is great. Like they're the huge like florets. They have like um, a mixed medley that I use a lot if I'm making like a uh, kind of like a succotash skillet Ooh. situation. You know what I mean? Uh, anyway. Do you, do you have to microwave them or can you also do stovetop? You could do them anyway, but they, they turn out great in the microwave. And maybe I'll pour them into like a bowl at the end and maybe 
like just do a little bit of salt and pepper, a little tiny bit of butter mm. in there or something like that. But um, they're great. The kids eat them. The kids, this is like a super kid friendly night. The kids are all on board. Uh, okay. And then again, I'm not going to get super detailed about every single meal, but did you hear how excited so I just go, got? Go ahead and um, get super detailed <laughs> on whatever it is you're really excited about. Okay. So when I make baked potatoes, and this is a shout out to Allison Sloan who taught me this, but my memory of growing up with baked potatoes was my mom wrapping each potato in foil. Them. And putting them yeah. in the oven and then like, or not allowing enough time and like trying to figure out a way to like paper towel and nuke them because then you're you like, oh no. microwave it and then and, like oven and microwave it both. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're like, oh, these aren't that great. Uh, I, I wish like, I wish they tasted like when I ordered them in a restaurant. Well, Allison Sloan taught me how to make them taste like a restaurant and it's way less time intensive. So all you do is okay. you lay, like you basically roll them in. Olive oil, no foil. Okay. Well, you like wash them and scrub them, you know, like a normal potato. Okay. <laughs> um, and so you can either roll them in like a plate of olive oil so they're coated or use your little brushy thing. Or you can eat, if you're super lazy, you can get like the can of olive oil that sprays and you can just spray them. That's what I normally do. And then okay. uh, put your sea salt on them and you put them directly on the oven rack at like 425. And okay. the skin gets so crispy and the inside mm. gets so perfect. And when you, like, cut them open and you melt the butter on them, like, oh, my gosh. Like, oh, gosh. Like, Am I in a restaurant? That sounds so good. Am I, Am in, I a in a restaurant? And my kids. I'm feeding a lot of mouths. <laughs> my kids absolutely love them. And if we're if we're going more paleo whole 30, then we'll use just, um, well, I, I use grass-fed butter because of omega-3s, but whatever. Butter. Grass-fed butter? Yeah, because. Butter yeah. eats grass? I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, and, uh. Anyway, and uh, that's, like, one of the things where my my daughter will come in, like, 30 minutes before the dinner. She's like, do I smell baked potatoes? Yes. So it's, like, Ooh. that's one of those great meals that you know they're actually going to eat everything on their plate because they don't really like things that are combined. But they like things when they're, like, this is just chicken, this is just broccoli, and this is just baked potatoes. Um, right. But, of course, if you're non-paleo, you can load them up with whatever you want. You can put your sour cream and cheese on them. But, honestly, a little butter and salt goes a long way on those potatoes. Um, so that's you can our... even put the vegetables on the baked potato if oh, you're yeah. an adult and you like your foods mixed. Go for it. Yeah, load it up. Um, and then that is so that's typically our very easy Monday. Um, okay. I will also say that I try to go grocery shopping on Sundays, but a lot of times it doesn't happen and it becomes a Monday morning thing. Yeah. And I have to confess that if I'm in a grocery store on a Monday. I'm probably going to get a rotisserie chicken. At Sam's Club, they're five bucks. I love bucks. rotisserie chickens. I love them That's so much. Fine. At Sam's Club, they're five bucks for a three-pound chicken. I'm sure Ooh. there's something. Why don't I go to Sam's Club more? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there's something not correct happening in the process. <laughs> In the fact that they're giving you an entire chicken for $5. You think of the farmer that, like, raised the chicken. How many chickens are they having to raise at a time in order to sell them for $5? Right. Um, a lot. So if that's the case, then you can just, like, reheat it in the oven for, like, 30 minutes before you go. I sometimes put the potatoes in there and then just crank up the heat after I take the chicken out. And it's like, you're good. you get good to go. And then you're not, like, hardly cooking at all on Mondays. It's great. So wow. that was the most Cookless detailed. Mondays. Yeah, I will. I will not be as detailed for the rest. I promise. So Tuesdays okay, is you my. Okay, <laughs> No, otherwise it's gonna be like five hour podcast. Um, 
We're going to go through everything we do in a day. <laughs> Tuesdays is my freedom night. You may okay. You may know this, Shaylee, because I see you on Freedom Tuesdays. Night, a.k.a. podcast recording, a.k.a. girls group, a.k.a. everything else you want to do in life. Yeah, the Mystery Hour meets on Tuesdays. It's my, um, I, I leave the house. I'm not typically there for dinner. So we have dubbed it for like three years in the running now as the family carb night, or as my daughter calls it, noodle night. She's so excited. Noodle night. And so I feel like since I'm like the... Uh, the hardcore buzzkill about everything that we eat. I feel like it's like a nice little trade-off where I'm like, see, you can have like your whatever frozen pizza and your pasta on that night. And I won't even be there. So I won't be tempted and you guys can look forward to it. And it's all good. Right. Um, Oh, and then since Jared gets home, like right at dinner time and I'm like rushing out the door, I can kind of get that started and not feel like he's coming home, like starving going like, wait a minute, I have to start cooking. Like, it's, everybody's gonna be hungry by seven by the time I get finished. So it's kind of like a easy yeah. way to get everybody fed and me out the That's door. That's good. Um, I used to eat Chipotle on Tuesdays. I got a couple gift cards from brides. They like tipped, uh-huh. they like tipped me with the Chipotle gift cards. With Chipotle gift cards, <laughs> and it lasted they for were... so long. And now wow. they're now they're out. I'm sad. So I'm like, I've been. Like, you hear that Chipotle? <laughs> we have an open window. <laughs> Mouths. <laughs> We got open mouths. Um, so now I, I sometimes just eat leftovers before I leave the house or whatever. Okay. But um, anyway, if I want to splurge and get like, I don't know, drive through sushi or something, I'll maybe do that. Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So then Wednesday is our only meal of the week that I rotate and actually try a little. It's the fans. It's the blog post meal where you see something cool. <laughs> Right. Um, and you guys have probably heard me say it in previous episodes, but Wednesday nights, well, before I was pregnant, I called them Wednesday nights. And it's what I call our fancy in-home date night. Um, mm-hmm. So usually we make sure we have quality time after the kids go to bed. Like we would drink wine and like play Monopoly or something silly or something fun. Um, and we would make uh, like a nicer meal and Callie would be in charge of making like the table really pretty. And we'd like bust out like our linen napkins. And so I went on a really good stretch there for a while where I, um, actually tried, like tried new stuff on Wednesdays. So like I've been, um, looking in my, my, I got this new cookbook. We'll link it in the show notes. It's called Practical Paleo and it's amazing. Like so good. It's my favorite kind of recipes because they're like, you really only need like these 10 items or less, usually like five items or less. And it always looks so pretty. And I'm like, Ooh, so I might pick something out of there. Um, like for example, uh, a couple weeks ago we got like steak and asparagus and I did like roasted potatoes, like with a, a few different kinds of seasonings that I might normally not normally do. And like steak is more expensive. So it's like, it's fancier. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I understand. So then Thursdays, I normally do some type of burger. Uh, you can mm. make you can make those paleo really easily just by wrapping them in lettuce and everyone else can have buns if they want. I don't really care. We just did that on yeah. accident because I didn't have any buns. And so I was like, we can just wrap them in lettuce. And Jonathan's like, Boo. whole demeanor changed. He's like, I feel like it's not a burger. Well, it is. I will say Jared loves burger buns, and that's not something I, I think I can talk him out of. But I keep – I buy, like, way too many. And since we only have burgers, like, once oh. a week for a family of five, I just keep them in the freezer because they take, like, five seconds to thaw out. Thaw out. So yeah. just Thursday cool. when I set out my 
whatever mm. burgers. Do you grill supplies. the burgers? Do you broil them? You know, Do it you just depends them? on the season. It just depends okay. on the season. And, you know, this so is winter, why. winter, dead of winter. Yeah. This is why I say, um, like, even though the everything stays the same, you can still kind of mix it up because sometimes they're beef burgers, sometimes they're whatever, chicken burgers. Sometimes I do like a crock pot pulled pork and make that into to a sandwich. So it doesn't have to be like... Oh, the, it's like sandwich night kind yeah, of. Yeah, kind of. But burger. I mean, it's usually... It's usually burgers. <laughs> it's usually and then, burgers. <laughs> and then, well, they're just easy. And again, it's all about saving my brain sanity. And it's something the kids will eat. Usually they, they like it separate too. Although my youngest two are like, I like burgers. And they, they like it. They like it with the bun and everything. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> And then Fridays are our fiesta. Friday fiesta. fiesta. I was going to say, you don't do Taco Tuesday, so you have to have Friday fiesta. Exactly. So, and again, you can mix this up. I've actually been doing straight up tacos because I am pregnant and it sounds good. Tacos. Soft or hard? uh, Hard. I know. It's weird. I like, I normally like soft. I'm pregnant. I like hard. What happens? I don't know. Baby likes hard tacos. Okay. (laughs) Um, And that's not paleo, but I've just been doing it. So, I don't know. Um, I don't think you have to hold yourself to strict paleo while you're pregnant. I, I mean, would you could, love but... to, though. I would love to. Yeah, you're doing good. You're doing I'm a good doing, job. like, I, I would say, like, first trimester, I was doing, like, 90-10. I feel like I've had a setback mm-hmm. the last couple of weeks where I've been a little... I've been, if I'm in my home, I can do it. If I'm going yeah. to, like, um, outings and, like, special have, events... like, snacks. And I'm pregnant, I'm like, well, I'm yeah. pregnant. <laughs> like, I'm like... It's... Nothing's going to taste as good as it does when you're pregnant. My mom always said that. When oh, I'd be like, I want to eat healthy, true. and she'd go, it's never going to taste as good as it does right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, it is true. But on Fridays, if I'm, like, out all day, um, I may just put some, like, chicken and salsa or chicken and taco seasoning in the crock pot, and it kind of mm. becomes, like, a fajita by the end of the day, that type of thing. Yeah. Um, I love doing lettuce and, like, uh, chicken that I just kind of tear up on the top and then yeah. pouring, like, Salsa on top of it. Yeah. With like beans. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And sour um, cream and cheese if I'm not being good, but I try to not do that. Right, right. Yeah. So those are kind of the simple weekday things. And then, and then again, the weekends, um, if I'm really on the ball, I could pre make like some freezer bags full of some soups already. And like those are so good in the winter. Okay. Like having some crock pot uh, oh, uh, yeah. paleo chili ready when you like get home Saturday or whatever, uh, or just salad sandwiches. But I try to keep the pressure off. And, oh, you know something I did for a while is what? I got um, I, ho- I got a whole bunch of pre-made, basically just roasts, roast ingredients. Um, and oh. I just had them all like pre-chopped in their little freezer bags. And then like when we'd go to, I'd set it out the night before church. And then we'd go to church, I'd put it in the crock pot and we'd come home and it was ready. So it's kind of like our <gasps> little... So it was Sunday like Sunday ritual. roast. Yeah, like Sunday roast, because I think that was a thing for Jared's family was they'd always have roast on Sunday. It wasn't for me, but I'm like, ooh, I like I like roast. I, I could do this. I like roast. Um, anyway, mm. I don't think it's quite as good when you, like, are making it fresh and you can, like, sear it and, like, do all the things. Yeah, I've never seared it. I've never seared a roast. My I had it. That. I was like, what are you doing? I had She's it like, I sear it because it makes it crispy. That, um, I hadn't until I found the Pioneer Woman's recipe. Re mm. shout out. Uh, and then and I was like, oh, it. this this is 
this is better. <laughs> this is better. Yeah, my problem is I take a complicated fancy recipe and then I'm like, I don't know what that seasoning is. I don't know what that is. I don't know where to find that and I don't have that. So I'm just going to use the stuff I have and make it exactly the same and then it basically just makes a not good recipe, which is what I already know how to make. Well, let me tell so you. So then I'm like, oh, that's why all that stuff's in there. Let me tell you, this Pioneer Woman, it was, I mean, it was olive oil, butter, salt, and pepper, but it was all just like- Do you have her book? And stuff. Uh, no, it's, on, it's online. I'll link it. I'll link it in the I show I want notes. it. I like want her book. Pioneer no, I Woman. do too. I know I want I'm the only one probably living under a rock. I want everything okay. she touches because it's amazing. <gasps> Um, okay, so what other tips have you learned feeding um, a family not turning into like a short order cook where everyone wants something different? Yeah. Maybe Jared wants something different than the kids because you have multiple kids. I have one that pretty much eats what I give her. Yeah. So some tips I would say um, I have one picky eater. The other two kind of just do whatever. None of them love. Is your picky eater my Emerson? My six-year-old. No, my six-year-old. She's scary. Oh, Callie. She is very particular. She's got a lot of opinions. Pick particular. Um, yes. Yes. Um, okay. And none of them really love things touching each other. But like my youngest two will eat like our scrambled egg skillet things for breakfast. Like they'll go for it. And Callie's like, uh, I will try an egg, but it needs to be like alone in its own little spot. And, like <laughs> nothing touching. It's freaking me out. But anyway, so we're kind of working through that. But I'm not... I'm not that, like, I'm not going to cook them a separate meal, but I'm not right. that hung up on, like, if there's a way to make it so that it's the components of the meal I'm cooking before I mix it all together. Right. Like, if oh, you know Callie doesn't like eggs, you're not going to just make a big old egg casserole and say, deal it. with it. Right. Um, yeah. I was going to say this earlier. If I'm in doubt on what to cook or if it's the weekend or if it's if I'm just kind of blanking or I don't have, like, I failed at the grocery store and I forgot to get whatever, um... I feel like there's nothing like just a big skillet full of whatever you got. So like th- chop up mm. some chicken and chop up chop up some potatoes and throw in some vegetables and it all becomes this like kind of one dish wonder that is crumbly and good and you can season it. Do you put like seasons on it? Like oh, seasonings yeah. Oh, yeah. and salt, salt and oh, pepper gosh. and whatever. Um, but anyway, okay. so that was, a, hungry. that was a tangent. But like, for example, if I'm cooking that, I'll just go ahead and uh, separate some of those things for her, which I don't know if that's great or not, but I feel like it's a good compromise because it's not like I'm making her a separate meal, but it's like we're kind of easing her into it, into right, trying right. it. Um, and then also, I don't mind at all if they have like a favorite vegetable. Like it doesn't matter to me that they're not eating the asparagus if I can throw out some raw uh, carrots and they snack on those all through dinner. Like to be honest, asparagus is expensive and I really like it. <laughs> so, as long as they're eating vegetables. Oh, as long so as you're they're like, yeah, vegetables. sure, leave all the asparagus and eat all these raw chicken, like little <laughs> carrots. Right. Deal. So, so I'm not that I'm not that concerned about that. And I was gonna say, um, like breakfast, I almost always eat eggs. And if um, this is where I cheat just a little bit because lunch for some reason is really hard for me. I don't know why. Like I just don't want to stop and make a whole meal for lunch. So I, I almost always end up eating like Larabar and a piece of fruit or whatever. Um, and so then it just kind of depends. If I have a busy morning, I may yeah. do a Larabar for breakfast. And then a, if a slower afternoon, I may make like a big egg something for lunch. So it seems like I'm either having an egg, mm. an egg meal egg something for lunch or lunch or breakfast in a Lara bar and the other one. And I don't think that's like, I don't think that's a great thing to eat a 
We're Please. not we're not doctors. We're telling you what Katie and I do in real life. <laughs> right. We're just giving you our real life. Yeah. Um, if but- you want to look exactly like me and Katie eat <laughs> this food. Yeah. Um, but I think it's fine for this season. I think maybe later I'll have time to, like, whatever, prepare three separate entire meals a day. But for now, Lair Bar is... My little lifesaver life. They're pack. good. Those my, are and those are so much better than like ninety percent of the stuff you could be eating or like yeah. They're real foods. Items. They're real whole foods. Yeah. So at least it's that. I know it comes in a package and it's probably a, a little higher in. There's no added sugar, but I mean like we're talking dates and fruit, so it's gonna give you a little bit of a right, spike right. on your glucose. But um, okay, anyway. okay. But it's also got plenty of nuts. Well, cool. In there. Um, and my kids love mm. those too, and they're expensive. I'm like, dang it! They are. Really? They're like a dollar a bar. You on love sale. the Lara bars, seriously. But I Opal try to like them too. I try to keep my kids in the nut, fruit, uh, protein, veggie world. I'm not saying we're perfect 100% of the time. They do like breakfast cereal. I go, I go for Cheerios because they're gluten free and they're sugar. I mean, they have like one gram of sugar, which is like the lowest in the world. <laughs> um, and so I'm like, eh, you know. It's not like it's not going to be perfect, and I feel like that's a good that's a good place to give. Yeah. Opal discovered wheat thins, and basically has eaten almost an entire box today. <laughs> she just keeps saying cracker, 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 uh, cracker. She follows me around, just saying cracker, cracker, yeah, cracker. But I before like, Stop I it, Opal, before I hand it over to you, I was just going to go through just a yeah. little bit of the science. Um, not like science, to, not okay. to bore anyone, but um. The reason I'm I'm you're doing, gonna edumacate us. Well, the reason I'm doing well, my body's doing well on like a whole thirty type of paleo diet is because it it tends to keep your um your like body glucose rising steadily and falling steadily instead of just like spiking, spiking, spiking with like a random you know chocolate chip granola bar or a random okay. just slice of fruit and when you haven't eaten anything else like. You really want to kind of combine the food groups all into a okay. meal so that you're not just reaching for um, something that's going to spike you and then leave you jittery. And so that's something yeah. that I've noticed really helps me is just working towards saying, like, this is a very protein, veggie filled meal instead of just, oh, I'm hungry in the moment. Let me grab something. Let me grab an apple. OK, well, that's that my body burned that up instantly. So let me grab yeah. something else. Oh, now let me grab something else. So I'm just trying to be a little more conscious of like sitting, eating a bunch of food groups together, and then right. waiting several hours to do it again and just sort of training my body on these full good meals. Mm. And trying to teach You're my like kids that too. encouraging meal person. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I get You're that welcome. a lot. <laughs> You're welcome. You're a very encouraging meal-like person. You're a meal person. Um, so, Shaylee, uh, take it away. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to do things. I'm going to switch it up a little bit. Ooh. Okay. And instead of going through, like, meal nights, I'm going to go through the three main meals of the day and just kind of hit the highlights. And then I'm going to little do, like, a little walk through Aldi's and my favorites because although Aldi's is not sponsoring this, it is currently my favorite place because I feel like I'm beating the system on savings and quality. Yeah. Um, I love Aldi. Yeah. I do too. Aldi. Okay. So it's like you have to all mentally prepare. If you've never gone to Aldi and you have one, I will mentally prepare you and you will go and love it. <laughs> if you don't listen to what I'm about to say, you will 
hate Aldi if you just roll up there thinking it's normal. Okay. So breakfast, favorite things, eggs, obviously. I like to get the little smokies, (laughs) which aren't the best for you because they're like sausage, just like little sausage, like hot dog sausages. What What's in them? I don't even know. Little breakfast sausages. But mm-hmm. Opal loves them, and awesome. I kind of love them. So anyway, I buy little packs of those, and we also have turkey bacon usually and, like, some ham. And so I'll do just eggs and meat. Um, sometimes I just do one scrambled egg for Opal if we're running late. And then I also boil, like, eight eggs at a time and keep them in a little bowl. Yeah. And then she calls them she calls them eggies. I realize that what kids say is not cute to anyone except for the actual parent, <laughs> but I still she'll just say eggy, eggy, eggy and it's kind of cute and then kind of gets old. But she loves eggs. And so she doesn't eat like a ton of the yolk, but I give her boiled eggs, she eats scrambled eggs. She doesn't like love fried like straight down eggs, but flat flat eggs. Um so yeah, for breakfast, and then sometimes my favorite thing to make is I'll chop up a bunch of onions and green bell peppers and, like, a red pepper and some zucchini or squash, and then I cook it in either olive oil or ghee butter, which is really good, clarified butter, and it sounds really weird, and you don't have to refrigerate it, but it's delicious and has no dairy in it, so right. paleo-approved. Um, and I cook that until it sautés down a little bit, and then I make, like, turkey bacon while that's sautéing, and then I just put like six eggs in it and usually I'll do like three or four if I'm making it for all of us three maybe like whole eggs and then like a couple just egg whites because I like egg whites it's not even a health thing I just like them better Uh than the yolk um so that's one of my other favorite things that I do I mix it up but then it doesn't have I lost a lot of weight before I had opal when I was like hitting it hardcore with the eating healthy thing Uh uh-huh um I had been working out, okay, so just so everyone knows, not that anyone needs to, but I had been working out for a long time and felt good, but I wasn't seeing necessarily, like, results in how my clothes fit or whatever. So then once I started, I cut out sugar, carbs, um, and is that, I think it was just sugar and carbs. Right. Yeah, pretty much. That'll do And it. dairy. Dairy. Sugar, carbs, and dairy. Uh-huh. Um, all, the, all, the, all the good things in food. Yeah. Um, and... And, and it was amazing. It just, like, weight, like, fell off. Not tons of weight, but enough to where, like, all of my clothes fit me differently. Right. Um, and then I was really encouraged to work out more, and then I was encouraged to, like, eat better, and then I got pregnant. And then you got pregnant. Um, <laughs> wah, wah. And but then, it was really good. I had a good starting point and for then it, uh, And then it encouraged Jonathan to impregnate your new hot body. <laughs> maybe it's something. Maybe it's connected somehow. I don't know. Um... <laughs> I was feeling real good by myself. So all of that to say, that was one of my big go-tos was scrambled eggs with vegetables in it. And I'd pour salsa on the top sometimes to mix so good. it up. And it was like, it was like one of my best meals that I make. So that's breakfast. Um, snacks. I do love Lara's bars. Is that how you say it? Lara? Lara's? Lara? Yeah, I don't know. Lara bars. Lara bars. Lara bars. I don't know. Hey, Lara. They're totally going <laughs> to totally sponsor this podcast. Hey, Lara or um, Lara, will you come be a guest? They can't say it. Lara. Lara bar. The bar, the expensive bars, um, <laughs> I like those. And then I also, for snacks, Jonathan loves hummus. Um, so I always have, he eats it with potato chips, though, not like carrots. So I usually have vegetables you can eat hummus with or that. And then and if I'm being good, I cut up like sliced peppers and that kind of thing and have those to kind of chew on or a boiled egg that might gross people out. Jonathan hates boiled eggs, and he always says, 
How does it taste to be eating a fart? No, I love them. You're wrong. Yeah, and then it grosses me out for a second, and then I finish it. So um, those are good snacks. Um, dinner, lunch, lunch. I really like when I was when I was doing real good, I would get the romaine lettuce, the like three little whatever's clumps of it. Um, and they peel off like little boats for, for sandwiches. Perfect. So yes. I would put turkey. And then you can put cheese or not. You can just do turkey and mustard. Um, or you can put cheese or pickles or whatever you normally put down there. And you eat it. And you can also make tacos that way. You can do chicken, like a little chicken sandwich that way. You can do chicken salad. Um, and then you're not eating like two loaves of bread. And honestly, I started craving those just like sandwiches and yes. we still do that even if it's not like we're on some sort of weirdo hardcore diet like I just get the romaine lettuce because sometimes it's easier and then it's just even if what you're putting in it if you're putting in like the cheese or the chicken salad with mayonnaise or something like that at least you're not eating two large slices of bread with it right um yeah so we we both liked those and then um but other than that for lunch I just try to always have something that's that's edible, ready to go for lunch. Um, I I am bad about having frozen pizzas stocked away and little. I do try to get the healthy TV dinners, but I'm not gonna lie. I do have little frozen meals that I have just for when it's like, are we gonna have to go out to eat? Because there's literally nothing to eat in the house. Right. Um, so we don't eat them a lot, but we do have them. Keep we eat them real. more than not. We do we don't eat them a lot, but we eat them more than not. That's my new thing. Okay. It's my new thing. (laughs) Trademarked. Uh, And then I also keep soups um, and frozen frozen crockpot meals and stuff. That kind of goes well into dinner. Um, I have gone rotisserie chickens before. I also like to do crockpot meals. I'm, like, in love with my crockpot. I feel like it's cheating the system. So I like putting, like, black beans and corn and chicken breast and a can of Rattel and then making that into like almost like a little chipotle mix and you can eat yeah. it over salad, you can eat it on like burrito, like flatbread, you can make it into a taco, eat it on your lettuce. It's just delicious. And then I like put it on like salad for the leftover day with more salsa and stuff on it. It's really good. Um and then one of my little secret meals that I like is Jonathan. One of his complaints about so many crockpot meals is that everything kind of starts to taste crockpotty. Yep. Um, we're like, this carrot kind of tastes like the meat, which kind of <laughs> tastes like that potato, which kind of tastes like the green bean. Um, so one thing I started doing is cooking just the meat separate and then cooking the vegetables on their own and then like maybe roasting the vegetables with like just olive oil and seasoning or something. Oh my gosh. Let's shelf. let's pause to talk about we how amazing talk about that before? roasted um, vegetables are. Every vegetable you can imagine. Carrots, um, Brussels sprouts are one of my favorite. Oh my gosh. Carrots are one of my favorite. I didn't even know that Brussels sprouts were so amazing. How did I not know Brussels that my sprouts, entire life? Just like slightly burn a Brussels sprout oh in my olive gosh. oil in your oven and then it's the best thing you've ever tasted. The best thing you've ever tasted. It's the best thing. And like, yeah, it, they're so good. And then what I do is toss them with like a little, don't over olive oil it because you think it's going to make them better, but it makes them soggy. Yeah, don't do so it. So don't put too much on. You just lightly coat it. And then I actually do like a half of a pack of that ranch dressing mix. Oh, you. Which probably isn't like 
the thing to do. No, no, no. <laughs> Italian. Italian dressing, not ranch. <laughs> Either way. Anybody. Hey, um, I'll do it. I'm sure ranch would be great, but it's Italian dressing mix that I guess you mix in oil to make Italian dressing. But I just do like a half of a pack of that. And then Ugh. you lay them out flat on aluminum foil and you bake them like 425 for how long? Like 40 minutes? 30 minutes? Depends on how well done you want them. Oh my gosh! How long do you do it, Katie? How yeah, no, same. It? I just love roasted vegetables, and also free—they're so good. Free tip: if you feel like your vegetables that you have in your fridge are kind of going a little bit, going south, like you're like mm. roast them, roast them, and it will give them new roast life. those suckers. Oh, so good. Um, okay, another tip is you get a big old piece of meat, like crock pot meat, and you can even put it frozen in your crock pot, and then you get a, a jar of pepperoncinis, like the tall, skinny light, neon-y, green, little sliced pepperoncinis. Love those. And you pour it, juice and everything, so no water. You just put meat, pepperoncini juice, and pepperoncini. You dump the whole jar on top of it, (gasps) and then you cook it for, like, eight hours or four hours or whatever, however long, depending on the meat size. And the acid breaks it down and all that. It's so good. It breaks it down, and then it's, like, so it's, the meat is soft, like, crock-pot meat, but it almost has, like, a little bit of a kick, like, a bite to it. It's not spicy, but, like, a little bit spicy. And then you can turn them into, like, pulled meat sandwiches later. You can, like, separate the meat for leftovers and make Ooh, sandwiches out of it. Yeah. But then you can eat it. Oh, it's so good. And then if you put, like, I've actually put potatoes in with it as well. And they kind of soak up the pepperoncini juice. And in a weird way, it's really good. What kind of, like, meat so. do you use? Just curious. Like, beef. I mean, yeah. I always ask the guys, like, what meat is best for a crock pot? And they'll always point out the one that's really fatty. Yeah, and so I usually pick. Yeah, but I don't like that, and neither does Jonathan. We end up like cutting it off. So I usually look for the meat that's shaped like crockpot meat, (laughs) be like roast shaped meat, Um, and then though I pick the one with like the least amount of fat, and one that's not like huge. I'm not feeding a family for like nine days. Uh, Well, I'm sure it makes it really good, but or sometimes it has the fat on the bottom, and I just cut it off before. Jonathan I like kind of gets just grossed to, out if there's like fat. Just a tangent. I really like the the marbly ones where the fat's kind of in there with it, and it. I feel like it makes it all really, really moist. And you can eat fat yeah. on paleo, y'all. Eat the fat. You can eat fat on paleo. Yep. It's natural. Fat does not make you fat. Sugar makes you fat. <laughs> Ooh, I love sugar though. Mmm. <laughs> I love me some Easter peeps. I need to throw away. Okay, so I also. Um, use a spiralizer, and you can spiralize. <gasps> yes. Uh, you can spiralize squash, sweet potatoes, zucchini. and then you can eat it. Zucchini, everything, and then you can like eat with the zucchini or the squash or whatever, um, or the sweet potato. You you cook it, just steam it like you would a normal vegetable, and then put sauce over it and like chicken or whatever, and you eat it just like it's spaghetti, and it's so good. Oh yeah, spaghetti so squash is already good. is already. Noodleized or you can you. do spaghetti squash, and if you don't um, give yourself a second degree cut on your hand while you're trying to break it open, then <laughs> you're good. I have a life hack for that, by the way. Well, you cook you cook it first, we'll and then you can slice right through it. <gasps> yep, it's true. Oh, I know. I know. I like, oh my gosh! I almost like broke myself for years before I finally Googled it. There's got to be a Are better you way. Allowed? I didn't know that it would cook, I guess, if it wasn't cut open. I felt like I was exposing it to the cooking. No, you can cook it. Yeah, you can. Oh, gosh. Well, this was all, this whole podcast was worth it just for that (laughs) bit of information. (laughs) Um, Okay, so real quick, top things at Aldi. So bring your own bags. You can buy bags there so it's not a deal breaker. Bring a quarter. You don't get to use a cart. 
Unless you give them a quarter, you get your quarter back when you return the cart, but it saves them money basically because they don't have to have like a full-time employee running the carts back and forth. Small price to pay for the savings that you're going to experience. Exactly. So when you go in, you cannot get everything at Aldi, so you can't just shop there. Usually you have to go different places. But these are my top things that I like. I hit the produce and I get romaine lettuce, I get berries, I get sweet potatoes, onions, squash, you know, Green beans, broccoli, they have all of that. It's so inexpensive. Different times of the year, they have blueberries for 99 cents, like Ooh. the whole pack. Yeah. That are like $4 at Target. Right. Yeah, and I'll get like eight of them. Their eggs are like 50 cents, which Opal is like an egg snob and doesn't like Aldi eggs because they gross her out. So you can get the organic ones for like $3 and something, which is still like $2 cheaper than the organic ones everywhere else. Right. Um, and so, okay. So then hey, I keep going. Hey, oh, guess where yeah, I get my yeah. eggs? Where? From my chickens. <gasps> Your yard? You have chickens. <laughs> I keep texting you like, how many eggs does that, does that chicken make? And then I never hear back. It's like crickets. I'm like, you don't have to sell them to me, but you can. That's because we only have five chickens that are full grown, and then we've got the rest that are baby chicks that won't lay eggs for like a year. So I get five eggs well, a day, and I'll I wait. eat them. I'll wait for the year. It's okay. Go back to Oh, Aldi. my goodness. Okay, awesome eggs. Okay, so then... You go to um, around, and she gets her, she gets, I get her, um, organic whole milk there is like $3. It's like $2.97 or something, and it's $5 everywhere else. Um, And then I get her little cheese cubes there. I get the little Smokies I get. There's a type of, like, tortilla chip that Jonathan really likes. And then I hit their... Um, hummus, which is where I save the most money. It's $1.99 for the, like, Sabaro off-brand. And they have toasted pine nut, which is – I kept getting different kinds of hummus, and he didn't like any of it. But he likes this kind. It even looks like the package looks the same, and the toasted pine nuts in the middle are the same. And they're $1.99 versus, like, $4 a pack. Yeah. And he can eat, like, a whole thing in one sitting, so right. it would, like, kill me inside when I'd be like, that's $5. That's $5. Um, <sighs> so anyway, now I get, like, four or five of them. And last time I went there, no joke – I think, I mean, they were going to expire in about two weeks, but he would eat them before then anyway. They were on sale for 49 cents. Ooh. And I got like eight of them. It was, <laughs> they were so good. I think I posted an Instagram story about it. It was like, <laughs> very it exciting. Um, and then they also have fresh, never frozen fish that's already like marinated. So they Ooh. have tilapia and salmon. That's delicious. And they also have organic snack pouches for like the over six month age kids to whenever they're done snacking on pouches um which those are great if i'm ever on the go and just want to know that opal's eating something besides a wheat thin all day um (laughs) i know she's ingesting vegetables in like liquid form at least um and those are 70 cents or something 79 cents and like everywhere else they're dollar 50 to get the organic ones so that's my like that's my speed through aldi Boom. But it is one of my favorite places to get healthy food that isn't terrible, Lee priced. So now I think we're just in time for our segment. We could Katie and I could talk about food all day. Oh my gosh! So I just got the so segment. like inspired and like I've been kind of in like a pregnant slump of just like eh, yeah, eh. I just want to order a pizza instead of doing anything ever and. uh I don't know. I feel like I'm inspired now. I'm like, let me go to Aldi. Let me me go see what they got. Cook some fish. Do it. Thank you, Shaylee. You're welcome. 
Okay, so someone might ask themselves, what if there's a favorite meal that me and my family like, but I also want to eat healthy, <laughs> and I don't have a way to bridge the gap between food I love and food that loves my body well? Well, Katie and I mm-hmm. have whipped together, whipped together, see how I'm incorporating food lingo, um, a little segment for you called Make It, Make it Paleo. That was a long one. Make it paleo. Make it paleo. Um, we're going to give each other some of our favorite meals, and the other person has to come up with a way to make it paleo. Perfect. Hit me. All right. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Okay. Spaghetti watched... and meatballs. Spaghetti. Oh, spaghetti and meatballs. Uh, whoo. A lot of carbonation in that meal. Hang on. There's a lot of carbonation. <laughs> um, okay. Easy, easy, easy. You're just going to swap out the spaghetti for... Uh, eggs. <laughs> for eggs? Scrambled eggs. Yeah. And then just swap out the meatballs for, uh, <clears throat> salsa. <laughs> Can't you have meatballs? Yeah, but that wouldn't taste good with the eggs. Hey, I'm in charge. Spaghetti and okay, meatballs. so salsa and eggs. Yeah. Is your family's new Italian <laughs> treat. Good. Just That's kidding. Good you one. can do spaghetti squash with meatballs. I've done that before. That's spaghetti that's squash with meatballs yeah. normal sauce. I thought I was lobbing you an easy one. Yeah, well, oh, here, you here's took a one. Turn. Here's one. Uh, okay. Pancakes. Make it paleo. <gasps> There's paleo pancakes. Oh, wait. I mean, hmm. I'll come up with something really creative and delicious. Um, this is one of my favorite things. Oh, I'm so glad. You thought you were throwing me a hard one. Um, this is one of my favorite things to make. So, overripe bananas. I'm not sure on the ratio. I can link... I always say I'll link things, but I'm going to have to actually look it wait, up. Wait, wait, wait. Overripe. Overripe, because my brain is slow. It means like they're brown. Like overripe. They're, like okay, you're overripe about bananas. Them? Like, yeah, like they're speckly, speckly brown. Yeah, okay. Just mashable. Yeah, mashable yeah, yeah. bananas. Yeah, okay. They can't be green. Right. Okay, so you do like, I think it's like six bananas and like six eggs, or maybe it's three bananas to six eggs or something. Um, there's a ratio in there. And you basically just mash up the banana. Mix in the eggs, and then you add a little bit. Some of the recipes you add like a little bit of almond flour, but you don't have to. And then you add like cinnamon and like a little bit of. I think it's just cinnamon. I don't even think there's anything else in it. You there's certain recipes where you can add a little bitty bit of almond milk or almond flour if you want, but it's basically just bananas and eggs mixed together with cinnamon, and then you pour it on like pancakes, and they're like. So good. They almost and they almost taste like French toast because it tastes like the egg on the outside of the French toast. Ooh. Oh my gosh. And then you can use a hundred percent maple syrup, which you can also get at Aldi. Ooh. And that's paleo approved. And they're so good. So like, like does it taste I would eat those not trying to eat healthy. Does that uh taste super banana y? No. No. I mean it tastes like a pancake. It honestly tastes more like French toast than banana to me. Wow. But it does have a banana taste. You've never made those? I've never made those, no. (sighs) Oh, my gosh. You need to make those. No. Make it paleo. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have to, we'll make them. We'll have another podcast sleepover and make them for brunch in the morning. Oh, that sounds magical. Okay. I'll have to do it. We do, we do do non-paleo Saturday mornings because Jared's usually around. Non-paleo Saturday morning. And we kind of just go for it on the splurging on Saturday mornings. So. Okay. okay. But maybe I'll have to try it. Maybe I'll have to make a paint. Yeah. Very cool. Um, oh, is that it? Uh, yeah. Here, I got one more for you. 
Okay. Uh, chocolate, ch- just something, some chocolate dessert. Make it paleo. Chocolate mug cake. Jonathan made this when he was eating paleo. I just keep coming up with actual paleo recipes. There's no <laughs> improvisation here. Um, no, but there's one. It's um, it's like cocoa. You can have like unsweetened cocoa and like almond milk and then honey, I believe. Ooh. And then almond flour and you mix it with an egg in a mug and put it in the microwave. <laughs> and it like and if you have, you can actually add chocolate in it as well if you want to, like chocolate chips. But it makes like a mug cake, and it's not bad. And like, you just nuke it, and it's paleo, single size. You nuke it, and it's a single serving size. I love Jonathan that. Jonathan went out and bought. He probably spent sixty dollars on ingredients for this mug cake because <laughs> you had to have like all the fancy everything. It's like, what did you buy? Because I was third trimester of pregnancy when he was eating paleo, so that was fun. Um, and so he like, I was like, you're on your own. I'm eating Mexican villa. Um, so anyway, he, uh, made it and I actually, he would make it for me too. And you can add like a mashed up banana in it, make it like banana chocolate or anyway, it's really good. Chocolate mug cake. Mm. Love that. Google it. And I'll follow it up. My favorite chocolate, uh, dessert when you're on paleo. Wait for it. Yeah. A a square of dark chocolate. Chocolate? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Nice. I get the gear. I get the gear deli like 86% dark and just like have one square and I just, oh yeah. So just, good. Just let it melt in my mouth, man. Oh, now I'm hungry, Katie. <sighs> Guys, we gotta go. <laughs> we, we gotta we gotta go like eat some uh, carbs. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, I mean lettuce. Yeah. We gotta go eat some lettuce. Yep. Um, so thank you again to our sponsor, Carbs. And Thanks, Carbs. Uh, <laughs> carbs is like, this is the worst episode ever you could have put me on. <laughs> and here's all the way to avoid it. We were thinking of carbs the whole time, though. We thought of you the whole time. I think of you all the time, actually, carbs. Oh, I thought you were talking to me. Oh, I think of you all the time, Shaylee. That's because I'm always texting you. (laughs) (laughs) I force you to. I force you to think of me all the time. We don't have to put that in. That could be a tanjo. A tangent is a tangent we include. A tanjo is, is getting cut. So we could even say, like, hey, I'm going to tanjo for a minute and just admit that we know it's getting cut. <laughs> yeah. Like that right there with the tanjo. <laughs> Shaylee and Katie, the podcast was recorded in Springfield, Missouri. Thank you so much for listening. We'd love to hear from you on Instagram, Facebook, and our favorite spot of all, an iTunes review. Also, feel free to email us at shayleeandkatie at gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys. Seriously. We love you. Too soon.